This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. Yankees have an interesting spot here. They're up 3-0, and they have a chance to add some runs on the board. Um, they, I think they got a tough break on Gleyber Torres. That ball could have dropped in. It didn't. But uh, they still have a chance. Bases loaded, and now just one out. Yeah, and they just uh, tacked down another run. Not uh, The Brewers not able to make the double play there. Do you realize now with Judge's recent hot streak, I think he is now third in the American League in batting average. <laughs> Triple crown, so, baby. I, I mean, he's not that far off. Now, I don't. I think it's Xander Bogarts who leads, uh, but he's only at like 317. I think Judge is now up to like 313. Mm-hmm. I mean, could you imagine? He not only sets the, the American League record for home run 62, which many people believe is the actual record even still, yeah. But he also does it while hitting, <laughs> winning the triple crown. I don't know. I feel like that's. I feel like that's pretty noteworthy. It is. It is. And the Yankees got a second run because the ball got away and they couldn't complete the Oh, there the you double go. Play. Yep, absolutely. So that's five love. Oh, boy. The, the Brewers, I mean, I thought what the Brewers were. To them? I, I know that they've been, they, they've been struggling, but G, I mean. Look at the Red Sox. Oof. They have looked. <laughs> this is the second inning, Larry. I mean, this is. I know. Oof. This could be a long night. Well, you sometimes they, 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 there was a movie. Uh, what was it called? The Commitments. It was about a band. And, mm-hmm. and one of the guys in the band said, you know, it was a, it was a, a soul band. And they, they all wear suits. And the people in the band are saying, why do we have to wear suits? They always play better in your suit. If you play in your suit, you play at a certain level. If you play in your regular clothes, you, 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 maybe it's the Brewer uniforms. Could be. Maybe those, those Brew Crew uniforms, they got to they gotta scrap. The, where is Chris Sale when you need it? Remember he, he destroyed <laughs> That's right. the uniform? That's right. He, they need him in Milwaukee stat. He's not doing anything. He isn't. He isn't. They, they even put the, they even put them on the scoreboard as Brew Crew. They even have them as Brewers. Even on their own scoreboard, they have them Brew Crew. Well, that's better than MKE. Yes, yeah, true it is. It is. <laughs> now, this is just, and we'll get to the calls in a second. Gordon, this is just an observation from me. Okay, and once again, I have no skin in the game. not a Yankee fan. Just an observation. Gordon, Frankie Montas looks like, he looks <laughs> he's such a pedestrian-looking pitcher. He doesn't, I, I not there's nothing anything. that he... There's nothing that I, I, nothing excites you about him. He, nothing. You know, it's not like he throws 98, 99. I mean, maybe he does. I haven't seen it. Larry, he doesn't it's not look at. There's nothing special to him. I mean, when you could, when you could have had Castillo, I'm just like, this is a poor. This is a poor. Well, I mean, then we might no have to give up Peraza, who doesn't not, play you know. on the major league team. You know, we would have to give up the the beloved Peraza to to, to get. To, it's funny when that tray came down, the Montas deal. People, I think people on Saturday called me up and said, well, you know, he's, he's just as good as, as Castillo is. Oh, oh. I have not heard back from those people. Safe to uh-huh. say. Manny Bonuelos is in the game, Gordon, for Pittsburgh. Oh, there you go. Yes. One of the killer bees of a once upon a time. That's right. That's right. So he's in the game. Try to slow down. <laughs> I don't even know, need to know. I, I've been on the Yankee game. I don't even need to know the score if you tell me. No, still 3-1. Oh, is it really? Oh, wow. Yeah, I would have thought the Mets started uh, pulling no, away here. No, 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 no. I mean, the Mets game is in the seventh inning. The Yankee game yeah. is in the second inning. It, it, there's yeah. only, they, they only started an hour difference. Yeah. Well, you know, Pittsburgh has played a little better than Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, Mets are not exactly blowing them out, though. You know, they aren't. Three, I guess three is good, but um, you know, I mean, this kid houses on seventy pitches in the second <laughs> inning. It <laughs> feels like seven hundred, Lara. <laughs> I mean, the ca- the catcher is trying to be like David Blaine, framing the pitches behind the play. It's like it's in the dirt. He's pulling it up. 
Well, they got out of it. There you go. All right. Cruising on to the bottom of the second. Tariq is in Jersey. Tariq, you're next on 98.7. Larry Gordon, how's it going? Hey, Tariq. What's going on, man? Not much. Uh, I just wanted to say a couple things. Uh, get your take on uh, Zach Wilson being up in the press box, uh, or not the press box, in the, it looks like a suite during the game instead of being on the sideline with his teammates. And my second thing uh, would be, do you think if when uh, Coach Sala gets out and the GM, do you think they need to go back to hiring a veteran coach and a veteran quarterback instead of doing these first-timers? Thanks, thanks, guys. All right, Tariq. Thanks for the phone call. Boy, we were, we were firing Sal already. We're, we're one game in, Larry. <laughs> Positive vibes only. He, he rolled a receipt. They're trying to take his receipts. Oh, my gosh. Tell him your seats are not welcome here. Get out. No, get out. Um, they might look for a veteran coach. They might go that way. I mean, I don't know. It's impossible to know right now. I don't know. You have to see how the – like, is the season going to be just a lost season? Are they going to win three games? Because if they're going to win three games, then I think everything's up for grabs. All right. Okay, let's let's play this way for Tariq. All right. Um, They have a season like they had last year. There's no improvement. It's the same – well, it can't be the same record, but it's they got four wins just like last year. Okay, so they're 4-13. Okay, do, when they go looking for a new head coach, whenever that is, the, you always want the opposite, right? So you're going to get a veteran coach. Now, if you get a veteran coach, okay, is he going to want to come here? You know, I don't know, Gordon, that part of the reason why veteran coaches haven't come here is because maybe this is not a great opportunity. I would think now with it seems to be, the you know, there's, there's more talent on the team. You don't know what the quarterback looks like. Okay, you're not really sure what's up with him. I mean, if you're a veteran coach, is this where you want to be? I don't know. And are we going to go down the road again of of breaking up the the GM and the coach? They're not going to be tied together. You're going to keep Joe Douglas after after winning another another four win season after hearing about how great this draft was. I mean, look. You can tell me you have improved talent. That's not hard. You could have thrown a dart out a window and hit players that would have been better than the, the guys that the Jets had before they got here. So that's not hard. To me, the questions of a GM, the two major ones are, you got to hire the right coach and you got to pick the right quarterback. And if we're talking about the Jets winning four games without knowing how it might break down, I think it's very hard to believe that either A, you pick the right coach or B, you pick the right quarterback. So if, if, you, if you didn't do those two right, why would I give you another crack at doing those two? So that means you got to change them both. I, I, I mean, if you're winning four You'd games, to to me, everybody's out. I mean, come on. We gotta, you have to change them. We, we, change it's, them. Not hard, it's not hard to see progress from where the, the Jets have literally been the worst team in football the last five years. If you are, again, winning four games this year, you're not going to be probably the worst football team in the sport but you're gonna be bottom five and does that mean you gotta draft a quarterback again <sighs> uh, that will be up to the next guy i mean i'm saying you know but, but what have you seen from this what? guy that make you if here's the thing if they got four wins he's back okay if, if he's back and they got four wins he didn't he I hasn't gotta, improved i gotta go find somebody who has unquestioned credibility and let them make the decision on what's going to happen so does that mean you got to bring a veteran in here? Do you bring a veteran quarterback in? I, I don't know. I mean, and and put this kid on the bench and maybe oh give him God. a couple of years. I mean, I, mean, I don't know what you do. I don't know. I, I don't know, Larry. 
It's it, it would be a mess. It would be an absolute mess because again, he's already hurt now. We don't yeah. know that he's going to play even when Week Four rolls around. And right? given with what you've seen from the offensive line, in I know it's only one game, but I don't think it's going to get all that much better all that quickly. I mean, what, how how much confidence do you have that he's going to look any better and he's going to yeah. stay healthy? And yeah. and look for for all the questions about Sam Darnold at this stage, I think Sam Darnold had didn't done more. He had. Than, he than Zach Wilson has done so far. He had. There's no question he had. He, he was further along. He I mean, was this further is, along. This, can you imagine? This is one week, Larry. I know. One week. What's going to happen if they lose to Cleveland? What's going to happen if they lose to Cleveland and the Giants beat Carolina? The Giants should beat Carolina. They should. Don't Giants mean have will, not exactly done a great job with prosperity the, the last five <laughs> years. You know, they've had some wins before and it has not exactly carried over. Yeah. Hey, Bernie! They gave him a chalet. They took him out of the they took him out of the suds. They gave him a little he, chalet very well now. Be, he very well might be pitching the third inning, Larry. <laughs> if things don't pick up here pretty soon. You're <laughs> well, he at least is in the ballpark. You gotta check that mustache for some of the sticky stuff. I think Bernie's been doing some stuff up there in the the high and the in the on the slide or something. I don't know. Yeah, Bernie's like can we get some runs up here? I want I want some suds. You think think about the poor guy in that suit. I mean the life that he has led. <laughs> really? With a fake smile. Oh my god. The only word he might be the only person in the stadium smiling right now. 1-800-919-3776. We'll come back. Let's talk some Giants football. We'll hear from them next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. I like that, Gordon. I like that. How many? 12 games 12 for those wins. Giants, baby. Yeah. A dozen. Well, I will say this. Yes. Uh, you know, usually when you have a, a situation like the Giants are in where a team wins a game, there's excitement, obviously, because it was an exciting game and it was an exciting mm-hmm. performance and the decision to go for two is very exciting. Mm-hmm. The idea that it will take Giant fans a while to buy back in based on the last five years, that has been completely thrown out the window. They are 100% on board and they really think that this team has a shot to, to do things this year. I mean, the amount of people that I have seen and read about, oh, the Giants, they're, they're back after one game in which, again, the quarterback threw an interception in the end zone in the fourth quarter and the opposing team, even after the Giants took the lead, walked right down the field and botched it in every single way that they could and yet still got a game-winning field goal attempt off. Um, but no, Giant fans are, are pumped up for sure. They are bought in. They're not buying in. They have bought in. A lot of questions about Kadarius Tony Gordon. Uh, will he see more action? Will he play? What's going on? Well, here's where Brian Dayball had to say about his wide receiver. He is at it back to the injury report. We'll see where he's at today. He practiced, participated in some team periods, but you know his hamstring tightened up, so that's why he's back on the injury report. Sure. Right, so he is uh, probably questionable, you would say, Gordon. And I'm telling you, if they could get him on the field and going, it, it, it could make – just think of what – just think of the ease. And we saw what Sterling Shepard was able to do, even though he had one catch, one major catch for big yardage. You can see what he was able to do just just by the fact of, of having – without uh, without Kadarius Tony without on the field. Galladay gave you nothing again. 
So if they can get him out there, it would be it would be huge for uh, Daniel Jones. I mean, and the kid Wondell Robinson's hurt, so yeah, yeah. it would be fantastic. I mean, a kid of of Tony's talent and the little that you've seen of him, the the talent's not a question. But it no, just seems like no. this guy's never. I mean, he is never on the field. He is <laughs> never on the field. He's always there's always something. There's always some excuse from the moment he has gotten here. In two years, the amount of things that have kept him off the even off the practice field. Yeah have been dizzying. So he just seems like a guy who will always he, – he'll he'll get a chance because of his talent, but he is completely – so far in the NFL, he has been completely unreliable. So – but when you look at this Carolina team, Gordon, this is this is a wonderful game for the Giants. It oh, is. absolutely. Yeah, it's no question. It's a wonderful game. Yeah, no question. Now, a couple of things that I think that, uh, that it might be a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, this past game – uh, Dan Duggan, who writes for the Giants in the Athletic, had a good stat that uh, the um, the Titans only stacked the box against the Giants 5.6 times in the opener. Hmm. And obviously, Saquon Barkley ran wild and looked electric. I would think that teams will learn from that and will kind of force Daniel Jones more to beat them than allow Saquon Barkley to do what he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one thing right there. Now, um, the Panthers did stack the box against Cleveland last week, but Cleveland ran wild against them even with stacking the box. So it won't be necessarily that that will be a, a strategy that will work, but I think the teams are going to start to say, you know what, if we're going to pick our poison, we'll, we'll let Daniel Jones, who was efficient yeah, uh, this past he week, he was outside of the interception, he was very efficient. Mm-hmm. but uh, not spectacular by any stretch of the imagination. So I think the teams are going to allow him to try to beat him rather than allowing Saquon Barkley to run wild on him. Yeah, I, w- I would agree with that, and which is good if you're the Giants because you've, you've had Barkley taking, catching the ball out of the backfield. You've had him lining up in the slot. You've, you've moved him around, so he's got good hands. So, you know, he's, he's a guy that can – he's versatile in, the, in that vein. Uh, so I think you can do some things there. My question is going to be, what do they have planned for Baker Mayfield? And you've got a defensive coordinator, Wink Martindale, who's seen a lot of Baker Mayfield. Knows him very well. So if you're Carolina, what are you going to do? Because you know what Wink Martindale knows what you do. So what are you going to do to try to change what you what he the looks that he has or the things that that they can prepare for that's that's going to be the question. It's 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 one of the things that has really been to Bill Belichick's uh, advantage and his success. And that he is, when we say he's game plan specific for you, he's game plan specific for you and he may do nothing, he may show you nothing that he's done against you before. It could be something totally different. You, You may have played him 12 times and he's going to show you something he has not done in the 12 previous times that you played him. And so that's, in this sense, that's what Carolina's got to do because Wake Martindale knows what he can do. He knows how he can roll out. He knows his tendencies. He knows all these different things. Even though it's a different roster, different team, different lineup, the quarterback is still the same, Gordon. Yeah, and he's going to have to utilize his back in McCaffrey far more than he did in week one. We kind of talked about that last night. Uh, he's their best weapon. They have a lot of weapons. So, you know, you take a look at the situation that, Baker Mayfield, uh, Baker Mayfield fell into as a result of the trade. You would think getting traded and not having a lot of interest, you would you would wind up in this terrible no win situation. I don't think that it's that mm-hmm. for them, but 
it does feel like he's a guy that just can never be consistent enough to to lead you to where you need to go. So um, I would think that the Giants and, and Wink Martindale will have some things cooked up for Baker Mayfield with the, the amount of times that he's faced off against them before and the amount of success that he's had against Baker Mayfield before. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, Bernie Brewer's going for a ride. Yeah, that ball went for a ride. So uh, here's Frankie Montas stacked to a, a 5 nothing lead, and already here in the bottom of the second inning, he has given up three runs to a Brewers team that looked lifeless a minute ago, and uh, now they're right back in the game. And uh, I, at this point, you know, I think they got Frankie Montas with the intention of he starts a playoff game, be it three if Severino does not come back, four if he does, if he does come back. I don't see how you can start Frankie Montas in a playoff game. I agree. And he's don't he fish you two pitches. Nothing. Yeah, he's don't fish two pitches in two innings. Nah, he's, he's not going to be he's, around long. Nah, he's. I mean, another, that's another guy they got that does nothing. What the, if I if I'm Cashman? If I still have a job? It's amazing, man. Uh, I'm not dealing with Oakland for anybody. I don't want oh. anybody Oakland has. <laughs> I don't want anybody. They can't play in New York. I don't want anybody Oakland's got. I don't. I'm good. I'm good. Keep keep your players. Just, just why why couldn't they have been on in on Bassett? Bassett has come here and pitch, he hasn't yeah, had a really. problem. Yeah, the one guy true. that got traded from Oakland as a pitcher that actually can handle New York. That's yeah. the one that the Yankees don't get. Sticking with the Giants, here's what uh, Ryan Clark on Get Up had to say. He was asked about Saquon Barkley. Will he have another big game? You know what I do? One reason I do is because Ryan Dayball has made that one of his focuses, getting the football in his playmaker's hand in both the pass and the run. And also, Saquon, his sensitivity actually helped. Like, he's just genuinely a very likable, nice human. And to hear the things that were being said about him because he was injured, he knew that if I'm healthy, I'm still one of the top five talents at the running back position. And I feel like we saw that week one. And the thing I love most about Saquon was he talked about his running style being critiqued. There were times in that game, maybe five to six times, where he just got behind his pads and took what the defense gave him. That's not something we've attributed to Saquon Barkley's running style throughout his career. He's healthy now, he's angry now, and he's playing with an energy that is infectious to the entire New York Giants organization, and I think some of that was brought over with Brian Dayball. He's going to excel this week, and I think that helps the New York Giants get to 2-0. It's it's an interesting scenario, Gordon, and it all goes back to, I think, confidence you have in your coaching staff, right? You, you've got a guy in Dayball, and this is not a knock against Salah, but you've got a guy in Dayball who's been here, and you, you've seen what he's done. You saw what he did in, Bal- in, in Buffalo. Joe Judge was a special teams guy, <laughs> okay? Dayball ran the offense. You've seen what he's done. So when he comes in and says, this is the type of offense we're going to run, Gordon, you get excited. Wow, I get freed from this 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 stale offense. And once again, we're not saying the Giants, we're not agreeing with Brandon Jacobs that the Giants are going to win 12 games. <laughs> oh, no. but, what we are, but what we are saying is, this is probably as good as the offense has looked with the previous coordinators notwithstanding, this 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 giant offense had some creativity to him. Yeah, well, I mean, again, it's not a very high bar to clear. Um, I, I would just question uh, the the cut that uh, you know the Giants playmakers playmakers. I, yeah. I think they have one playmaker, and it's it's Saquon Barkley, and and it's it's question it's a question that I have because it both Carolina and the Giants have a running back that has dealt with a lot of injuries. It's super talented when he's out there. 
but has dealt with a lot of injuries. And their approach with McCaffrey is that they have him kind of on a pitch count, mm-hmm. right? They, they're, they're not going to let him get worn down and, and, and get hurt again because, as he said uh, last night, he's played 10 games or 11 games now since he signed that long-term contract extension. It seems like, the, obviously, the Giants are in a little different situation because they have not signed Saquon as of yet. They might not say, sign Saquon after this season, no matter what kind of year he has because of the history of running backs on, two year, uh, on uh, you know, that second contract. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, do the Giants look at it and say, you know what, we have no long-term ties to Saquon Barkley. We're, we're going we're gonna to ride him as far – because, I mean, what else do they have? Kenny Galladay? Yeah. Kadarius yeah. Tony can't get on the field. You know, Sterling Shepard looked good in, in the opener, but, you know, he's had his own health issues and, and stuff like that. So do you handle it that way, or do you handle it as, you know what, we want to keep Saquon healthy for the entire season? It's not taken a lot for him to get hurt in the past, so it's going to be interesting to see because right now it doesn't really seem like they have much of a choice. It's got to no. be kind of the Saquon show. Absolutely. And – the interesting thing for me is, do you really learn anything about Daniel Jones by Saquon Barkley dominating the offense? What do you learn? Yeah, I don't know. I, well, look, you, you're going to have time for it. I mean, you'll have plenty of of, um, of evidence by the time this season is over that you'll see that he has taken that next step or not. I mean, mm-hmm. first things first, if he can just stay healthy throughout the entire season, that would be uh, a major, a major step forward. But... Yeah, I mean, you'll have times to – you're just kind of hoping that at some point the receiving crew will be in better shape than it is right now. Yeah, it would be nice if you're a Giant fan. You'd like to see – and, you know, you'd like to see something from your tight end. He got the touchdown during the during the last game. So you'd like to see if you can, you know, cultivate that relationship, which has always been good for uh, Giant quarterbacks over the years. Having that tight end has been big for them. 1-800-919-3776. Mets holding on to a 4-3 lead. Edwin Diaz came in to save the eighth. And uh, Yankees holding on to a 5-3 lead as they bat in the top of the third. More of your calls next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. Larry Hardesty, Gordon Damer, and for Dan Grasso on 98.7 ESPN. Weekend Wager with Anita Marks at the top of the hour. I couldn't help, Gordon, this football music. I just couldn't help it. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't you, right? It is that time, Larry. It's it starting is. to feel that way, too, a little bit. No, it is a little, little chill in the air. Yeah, the leaves are starting to fall. Absolutely. You know, that, you know what that means? Back up on the ladder, clean out gutters. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, indeed. I can see it in my future, my friend. Oh, it's 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 always there waiting for you, Larry. It is. It is. Eventually, I'll get the covers. Eventually. <laughs> oh, those things don't work. I know. Thank you. So then, then you gotta then you gotta get through the covers to get in there. You know, it's it's a whole. There's no there's no system that's foolproof. Thank you. That means I'll be getting back up on the ladder. Thanks, yeah, Gordon. Absolutely. Uh, you know, my friends over at Bet Online, they have a couple of things that I always love to run past you. Okay. So these are some just a couple of items just to get you in the mood for weekend wager at the top of the hour. So here's one, Gordon. I find I have a couple. Of, see if you'll like this. Ready? Give it to uh, me. Will Jimmy G be traded by the end of the 2022 regular season? What do you think the odds are? They have yes and no. What do you What do you think? Give, give, give me your best shot. Uh, I mean, I would say it has to be uh, the overwhelming odds have to be no. 
because the Niners might very well need him. <laughs> he might be starting next week. You know, not this week, but the following week he might. You know, Trey Lance has not looked good. Now, last week was in a monsoon, mm-hmm. so maybe, but he didn't look good in training. He's never looked good. It's not like no. last week he didn't look good, and that was the only True. time. He hasn't looked good the whole time. He didn't obviously play a whole lot last year. You're right. So I would think the odds have to be overwhelmingly. No, he's going to still be on the Niners. No, minus 1,500. Yes, plus 600. There you go. So you are right. Yeah. Let's stick with Jimmy G. Since you mentioned it, will he start a regular season game for the Niners? Non-injury related. Will he start for the Niners? Yeah, uh, yeah it does seem like it's trending that way. I mean, they, they have a veteran team. They are a built-to-win-now team and not, like, win the division. They could very well go to – I mean, a Super Bowl run for them would not be out of the realm of possibility. So – I would think they got another couple of weeks, and you're going to hear people starting to complain about Trey, like on the team complaining about Trey Lance. (laughs) So, yeah, I think the odds are very good that he does start at least one game this year. Listen, nothing breaks up a team like a quarterback controversy, my friend. You know that, and that's what they have because even though – say what we want to, and they were talking about this on first take this morning. Say what we want to, Gordon. They got to the Super Bowl with Jimmy G. That's right. Whether he whether he got him there, he he didn't he maybe he didn't carry him, but he was along for the ride, and that's what the veterans know. The veterans know maybe okay he may not be the best, but we know we win with him. So it, it was an and interesting ride. It's not just a quarterback controversy. It's one of the guys that's in the controversy they've had success with. It's not just yes, two random exactly. guys where like this guy's not playing well and that guy might play better. Right. They've got some skin in the game with the other guy, and then they brought him back. Right. <laughs> this makes it interesting. Will Jimmy G start a regular season game for the Niners this season, non-injury related? Yes, minus 160, no, plus 120. Not as overwhelming as I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's an interesting one. <laughs> Will Matt Patricia call plays all season for New England? <laughs> uh, well... That they could be in for a very long year. Now, I'm not be. ready to write them off based on just one game, one week. But they, they, they're kind of facing a must-win kind of game this week. You know, Patriots starting out 0-2 under Belichick. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, will Matt Patricia call plays all season for New England? Yes, minus 200, no, plus 150. Here's one for you, Gordon. Last one. Next NFL coach fired or resigned. Oh, this is. Who do you think are the top four? The top four. Top four. Top four. Well. Some interesting ones I don't think that. You know, I think Salah has probably, his name is, is like Casey Kasem back in the day, is moving up the charts, but I don't think he's in the top four. He's number six. Yeah, I wouldn't think he's in the top Ten four. Ten to one. I would think, ah, it's tough is because a, a lot. Because there's, there's a tie for a fourth, actually. Hmm. And one of those is a surprise for me. Well, I would put Cliff Kingsbury in there somewhere. He's number I, three, five to yeah, one. Yeah, he might be in a little bit of trouble there. Uh, 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 Arthur Smith with the Falcons. Oh, He's you know, low salary. Really? Uh, to one. Uh, yeah. You know the the, the Panthers. Um, uh, uh, Matt Rule. He has Matt to be Rule in. is number two. Number two. Fifteen to four. Hmm. Yep. 
Uh, Number Smith, two. Smith, Arthur Smith, and Dan Campbell are together at fourteen to one behind Robert Sala at ten to one. Interesting, interesting. Uh, I'm trying to think of a team. It's not um... one of them looked awful the first week of the awful week one, awful, shockingly bad, shockingly bad. Well, the teams that looked bad. Niners look bad. Jets look bad. Cardinals look bad. Cliff Kingsbury, number three. Oh, I said, did I say Cliff? I thought I said Kingsbury. Oh, I, 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 did. I, I thought I if said did, Kingsbury. I missed it. I'm yeah, sorry. All right. So he's five to one. He's number three. Okay, so he's three. So I still don't have number one. I don't have the number one answer on the board. No, you don't. Richard Dawson's not going to give me a kiss <laughs> if, I, if I don't get number one on the board. Uh, the Bears just have a new head coach. I was surprised. You know, Vrabel and Reich are tied at four. Mike Vrabel. Yeah. At nine to one is tied. They might have a tough. Oh, how am I forgetting this? Oh, my God. It's so obvious. Mike McCarthy. Number one, seven to two. Number one, of course. I mean, that's a a terrible job. Thank God I'm not doing Stump Rothenberg tomorrow. (laughs) Clearly, my brain is not uh, functioning. Oh, how did Uh I blow that one? Oh, man. And it was so bad, I erased it from my mind like a car wreck. <laughs> I know I said it was the last one, but I found this one. I have to do this one. Then I promise you I'm done. Okay. I promise you I'm done after this one. First quarterback to be benched. Non-related injury. First quarterback to Trey be Lance. benched. He is number two. Number two. Wow. Number two. Give me the top three. <sighs> Is Geno considered a starting quarterback? He is, and he is number five. Number five, okay. Uh, right behind for, Marcus Mariota. I don't think that it's Tua, um, but no. he might be a possibility. He's last on the list. Bob. Really? Wow, okay. 33 to 1. They have more confidence in him than I do. <laughs> um, oh, what about, uh, what about Tannehill? He's number three. Number You're three, right. yeah, they to took one. the they took Malik Willis there. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, the number one quarterback who could be benched is it Carson Wentz? He is no, he's way down. He's twenty to one. Twenty to one. Okay, Daniel Jones? No, it can't be Daniel is Jones. Nine to one. He's he's tied with Baker Mayfield. Yeah, um, he's in a new. Not Trey Lance. He's, a, oh, he's not Trey Lance. Trey Lance is number two. He's in a new team this year. A new team this year. Played pretty well last week. Matter of fact, we were surprised that they went with him instead of a the rookie they drafted. Oh, uh, Mitch Trubisky, obviously. Two to one, there Mitch Trubisky. Two yeah, to one. I, I'm, I'm, I, I no, need no, this to... is good for you. This is good. Get you. That's what I'm trying to get you in the frame of mind for this weekend. You know, football action. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that, that. Those those two were obvious. Why? It's just as well we're not going on Family Feud this week. I am. <laughs> That is, I would be really bad in fast money. I'd be like that guy. Remember that one? You ever see that one clip where the guy just kept answering the the, the questions with the word turkey? He just kept saying yes, turkey. Yeah, exactly. Turkey. <laughs> shockingly, they did not win the ten grand. Uh, shockingly, they were allowed to even finish the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll continue the conversation next on ninety eight seven ESPN. This is ESPN New York tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. When people's teams are doing well, they they have nothing to say. 
<laughs> well, think about this week. How much time have we spent talking about the Giants and how much time have we spent yeah. talking about the Jets? It's true. Giant fans are content, happy. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to jinx it. We're good. I'm, so, I'm a little surprised at how much they have bought in already. They are fully yeah. on board. You would think after the last five years that, you know, you got to show me a little bit. Little, little skepticism. No skepticism at all. They are fully bought in now after one But game. if you remember the first Joe Judge year, they were, full, they were fully invested That, that as is well. true. They were fully Oh, he's invested. what we want. Right. He's disciplined on the team. We just that, missed out on the division. We finished 6-10, and 10, but we just finished <laughs> – we just missed out on the division. The Eagles screwed us. Yeah, it was one of those years, you know, we could have – well, but next year will be better. And next year would have been better if you hadn't oh had Mike God. Glennon as your backup quarterback. The last game they played at MetLife, <laughs> that was the game where they were running a quarterback sneak on third and nine from the four-yard line. Their four-yard line. <laughs> I mean, that that was that was about as much of a give up as you there's ever been a that they could have called a play where the quarterback just waved a white flag and it wouldn't have been that obvious. And if Judge wasn't fired before, he was fired. Oh, then. that was he was done. There was no they did not want to fire him. They were no, looking they for convince us to not please give us anything so that we don't fire you. And he gave them absolutely no reason. He talked his way out of the job. Oh. And then oh, he remember those press on, conferences? Yeah. Oh my God, that, yeah. that's a good, that's a good uh, lesson for for Robert Sala. You yeah, know, you like you can, you got to be careful, man. You can talk your way out of things, and yeah. uh, his week has not been as bad as I mean, Joe Judge's week. I mean, it, it oh. was like it was like a clown show, yeah, uh, and I think that was one of the things. This is not some clown organization. <laughs> Did you see the game on Sunday? <laughs> And it's bad because the Giants have always been looked at, you know, compared to the Jets. The Giants have always been looked at. Oh, we, we have a, we're a legendary football family. We're the Giants. Yep. You know, we won Super Bowls here. We don't play around. We're, you know, we're we're like, you know, we're we're foundation of the National Football League. We're like, you know, Pittsburgh and you know. The yeah, other no, teams. and and they are. I mean, they are, they are. But the last five years, oof, not been good. Was, no, it's no, not no, been not good. good. Lee's in Brooklyn. Lee, you're next on ninety-eight seven. <laughs> Hey, how you doing, Larry? How you doing, Gordon? Hey, Lee, what's going on? Hey, um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't hear who you picked for the Giants and the Jets. Um, we, we didn't. We haven't. Yeah, we did. I usually do my picks on Saturday. Already. No. I, I will tell you this. I, I'm picking the Giants uh, on Sunday. I'll take the Giants. Okay, in that Giants game. on Sunday. I don't know about the Jet game just yet. I, I, I can't imagine. Like, I would never. Like, when I do picks on the Saturday show, those are games that I'm more than likely putting money, my actual money on, Ooh, I'm not betting cool. on the Jets. There's no way I'm betting on a Jet game. I'll just tell you that right <laughs> I, now. I, I, I might pick it for yeah, the show. I, I, I never, I, I yeah, never I'm not, on the Jets, but I, I work too hard anyway. for my money to but be you know putting it so, on the Jets. <laughs> you know what's so interesting uh, You know about the situation is that, you know, my point is this. I heard mm-hmm. what the young man said, or older man said yesterday, Buddha. But, you know, it's like my thing is that these guys are professional athletes. They're professionals. So I can't go out there and basically tackle one of these guys or get on the field with them. I don't work out like that. I don't. Mm-hmm. The point about it is that you have sometimes you have better, you know, better coaching, better organization, better, you know, player that might be a little faster, a little stronger, maybe a little bit more smarter. I can't call it. But these Jets are professional football players. The Giants are professional football players. They're professionals. So they're going out there as a good team, people that prepare themselves. But then you got other teams that are might be just a little better. 
uh, your picks for the Super Bowl, I believe, was other teams. So I don't, I don't see it like you know the Jets are going to do that. But do we, do we love the Jets? Do we love the Giants? Yeah, we, we, we want to see them get out there and see what can happen. If it can't happen this season, maybe we get a few pieces, put things together. We can get some players in here and finally get quarterbacks that uh, we believe in and not people that we're basically kind of hoping and wishing on. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens as the season progresses. But I still think that they're a good team, just not better than other teams. Lee, you're the internal optimist. Oh my friend. God! That, thanks that, thanks that for the phone call. You are twisting yourself in knots. There, they're they're a good team. They're just not better than the other teams. No. Well, if they're not better than the other teams, they're not a that very means good they're, team. They're not they're not a very they're good team. They're all professionals. That's how we're Lee. judging them. Exactly. And Lee, you're right. They're all professionals, but there is a skill level difference. Just like there's a skill level difference in people on your job. There's a skill level people difference in the people on the Jets' job right now, and in and in their front office. And unfortunately. What looks has looked on paper to be the right move, Gordon, has not been the right move for them. And they've, they've, they've run into some bad luck and some mistakes in who they picked, and it's, it's cost them. So they are behind some of the teams who are better. And, they've, and unfortunately for them, they've had this happen a lot over the past couple of years. Yeah, I mean, they're still digging their way out of the disaster, the, the, the two-headed monster of John Idzig and, and Mike McCagnan. They yeah. did such a terrible job for such an extended period of time. It takes you a while to dig out of that, but uh, they have to, you have to start showing something now. I mean, you've been here. This is not, you've not just gotten here. This has been three years and mm-hmm. you, you got to show me I, again, we're not asking for the moon. We're asking for six wins, seven wins. That's not, that's not too much to ask in year two of a quarterback year two of the head coach year. What four now of, of the mm-hmm. GM. I mean, come mm-hmm. on. You're right. Wilson's in Roxbury. What's up, Will? Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, listen. Hey, um, hey listen. You know what? Uh, that's not really too accurate about Joe Judge and Giants fans. Listen, uh, Giants fans like myself, we kind of we gave up at him uh, right in training camp. The way he, wa- he wanted to be too much like a Bill Belichick wannabe. And uh, – I called Anita before before the season started, and I told Anita, "Listen, this guy better start five and two, because if he doesn't start five and two, it's going to be over." And Giants fans, after the game they lost uh, in Washington, when he basically just played for a field goal and they lost, we've had it. So um, you know, it, uh, Joe Judge. After the first year, but uh, it wasn't. Uh, it, we didn't. We didn't know. We didn't like what was going on. So, if it would have started a little bit better, I think so. But if it didn't start five and two, I think we were the Giants fans were ready to cut bait as soon as possible with that guy. And that's. And I guess to my second point, uh, I think Robert Sala is in the same boat. I think he's overwhelmed. Well, you might be right, Wilson. We'll find out. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Thanks for the phone call. And we'll also find out just how – okay, Samini told us about, oh, you know, the team, the locker room was happy and all this stuff. We'll see how happy they were. Let's see how they go out and play for them Sunday. That will tell me a lot. Talk is cheap. Let's see what you do on the field. I mean, it's, it's, it's a very bottom line. I mean, it's a very bottom line business. It is. You got to win. This is yeah. a results business. Win or go home. And again, in the span of a week, we went from positive vibes only to taking receipts and shoving them down people's throats. Another loss on Sunday. 
my morbid curiosity is a, is a little curious about what that might entail. But for, for if you're a Jet fan, you you need a win here. And if you're you desperately the head coach, do. Yeah. You, you, well, I'll say this. You desperately need a better performance. You need a win. You need a win, Gordon. They can't lose this game. They had no. because what? Then are they beating Cincinnati in Cincinnati? No. They're are they beating uh, uh, Pittsburgh? I mean, maybe, I possibly. I, I don't uh, see it. Maybe. I don't see. I mean, I don't maybe. think Pittsburgh's any great shakes, but I know they're well coached. Listen, they're better. They're they're better than than Cleveland. They got their starting quarterback playing. Yeah. You it know, can get, it can get ugly very fast. Absolutely, and then you get the gauntlet. Right. Green right. Bay, that, 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 that's Denver. That's the, the warm up. Yeah. New England and Buffalo. Well, look, if you if you if you Miami. lose the first four games, no game is. I mean, what, what, what are we talking about, right? You go an entire yeah. month without winning a football game. Oh, it's bad. There's nobody it, it, that's going to show up that's going to save you from yourself. That's for sure. 